Hello, and thank you for listening. Welcome to the Selling on eBay radio show. We're here to save you money, to increase your sales, and to have fun. The lines are open for your calls and texts. 1-833-EBAY-723 That's 1-833-322-9723 This is Fake Announcer Guy saying here's Philip and Sherry with another fine program. So that's the uh, Selling on eBay radio show. You're very welcome. Thank you very much indeed for joining us. Philip Jackson and uh, Sherry Smith with you. Uh, We're both full-time eBay sellers. Very keen to share our knowledge and experience with you. Hope you uh, can stick with us. Um, Sherry is based in Colorado. She's a full-time seller on eBay. She uh, likes looking, looking after little small dogs. And she tells me that uh, she has a bit of a problem saying yes to new ideas. And then has to uh, try to figure out ways of getting out of things she's committed to doing. But she has agreed to stay with us till the end of the program today. So thank you very much indeed for that. My pleasure. And Philip escaped overcast skies in 94 um, for perpetual warmth of the swamps of Florida. And he's not never lonely. He's got his home laundry paraphernalia, as well as alligators and peacocks to enjoy it with. He's been selling on eBay full-time for over 12 years. Indeed. And that's us, although the program is, as we say, not to do with us. Uh, It's more to do with you and how we can help you with your eBay business. We're not going to drone on about our activities. If you want to find out what we do, you can uh, find our respective stores linked on our website at sellsellsell.online. Again, sellsellsell.online. I think we're a busy program today. We're going to move through this as quickly as we can. Sherry, in today's program, we have... The new seller check-in format. We ask, hit or miss? Mm, good question. And uh, in case you didn't uh, have enough ways of spending money on eBay, apparently there's a new type of uh, paid advertisement coming. Apparently now Yay. we'll be paying for stores or advertising Woo. our stores. I know that's exciting, isn't it? And we have eBay's Investor Day announcements. Good for sellers or good for investors? Mm, let's, uh, let's think about that. Uh, interesting uh, meeting. Uh, we'll talk about that later on. And uh, we'll ask what you think of this eBay strategy. Some sellers are writing into websites saying they're massively offended. Apparently, sellers are revolting, and they also don't like the strategy. So we'll have our views uh, on that coming up. And uh, lastly, Sherry? It's time to order your free eBay shipping supplies. I'm just checking. Are you doing the air quotes around free? Because you have to do that, because it's not really free at all, is it? I have to do that? I mean, it comes because you have a store, right? Well... I think you're paying for them anyway, but uh, they call them free supplies. So what? Are, who are we to question that? Well, I'm always very excited about it, and I can't wait very to good. see what I'm going to get. So that's what we're going to do. If you want to take part, we'd love to have you participate. Uh, 833-EBAY-723 is the number. We can take your calls and texts, and we'll address those in the next episode of the program. We normally start with a bit of a debrief on how our weeks have been, but given all the various announcements, we're going to cut that a little short, I think, this episode. Um, My week predominantly was taken up, I suppose, eBay-wise. The new stuff was the new seller check-in meeting. We'll have a review of that in a minute, but it was uh, productive. It recruited some folks for the local meetup group here, so that's good. And uh, Sherry, you've been uh, checking out our bulging mailbag, and uh, yes. we have um, letters flooded in, right? Oh, yeah, and I we sorted through and picked a very special one. Um, so am I talking about that now? <laughs> Please do. Let's do that now. Okay. Otherwise, we'll forget <laughs> about it. We had a okay, I do have and then, to. And say nothing about it. People have picked up on that, I think. <laughs> I do have to disclose that I had about four hours of sleep. This uh, spring ahead is wreaking havoc uh-huh. on me because my body full well knows what time it really is mm-hmm. when the alarm goes off and it's not jiving. Anyway, we selected a question from Patty. She noticed the photo box in the touched up cover photo that we have next to our radio episode on the website and asked where we got it. And so I got that. It's I got it on Amazon. I'm sorry, but it's really 
I find the best one because it's it's called an Amazon Basics portable foldable photo studio box with LED light, 25 by 30 by 25 inches. The lighting is excellent. I like the size and it's collapsible. And for what you get, it was pretty reasonable. Right now it's $97. And if we were the least bit organized, we would have a link with a commission for us <laughs> if you click on it. But we don't, so uh, we have nothing in that particular game. Yes, you can uh, You can quote us when you place the order. They won't know who we are, but uh, there we are. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's move on. We've got eBay News at this point. Uh, that's the idea for the program, by the way. We try and um, keep you up to date with what's going on uh, eBay-wise. And uh, our spies in San Jose land have let us uh, have a sneak peek on an announcement that's coming out, I would think, almost any day now from the, uh, the eBay shipping team. Now, Shari, you've got some details here. I think eBay has finally nailed down with USPS how uh, these new postal tariffs are going to affect the eBay labels. Do you have any numbers for us? Yes. So eBay confirmed the additional USPS fees for eBay labels. All right. You already said that. But a non-standard fee applies to packages over 22 inches, which is $4. We already knew it was dangerous around 21 inches when it's FedEx or UPS. And then uh, for the post office, if it's over 30 inches, there's a $15 additional fee. And over two cubic feet, there's a $15 additional fee. So hmm. be careful, well, make be aware. So important to get the dimensions right in your listings, because otherwise uh, you won't be collecting enough money from the buyer to cover your label costs. So keep an eye out for that. There'll be a full uh, message uh, out to sellers from uh, the good folks at eBay in the next few days. Uh, so watch out for that one. Uh, also, I think the biggest activity eBay-wise was the seller check-in call just a few days ago. Uh, by the way, if you don't um, go to these, you're eBay will welcome you. All you have to do is sign up at uh, their website. That's sellerevents.ebay.com. A new format, two hours long. Well, I say two hours. Actually, it was three for some of us because they said we're going to open the networking rooms an hour before the posted time, and the implication was oh, they wow. were asking the poor folks that agreed to sit in those rooms really to be there an hour twiddling their thumbs. Uh, waiting for people to yeah. turn up an hour later. So did you get anyone? Um, did um, anyone come show up early for I you? I was I was kind of working another screen. I had it sort of running in the corner. I think a couple dipped in and then signed out almost immediately. Maybe they didn't see my image. But anyway, so um, <laughs> I don't know. Um, so it was a longer format. Uh, they did the networking rooms. They did the rooms on the basis of geography and not by topic. Uh, the previous round, I think they did a hybrid of some location, some content-based. Actually, you know, going into this, I thought, oh, dear, this, this, the location one's not going to work very well. People are far more geared up by topic. That said, because there was no choice other than to go to your local room, it was much busier uh, than last time. And for my little fledgling meetup group for the Orlando area, I think, at the beginning of the meeting, I had 23 people on the meetup site signed up. By the time we'd done with the meeting, we're up to like 33 or something. Wow. And that's not bad. Um, that's and that's great. enough, really, if, if a few people turn up, that can give me a quorum in terms of a meeting, and then we've got critical mass. So I was actually quite pleased with that, although I think they've indicated they are toying with the idea of going back to topics for the next seller meetup, but I guess they'll see how that uh, gets uh, review-wise uh, by the people at the meeting. I'm so glad actually, you beefed uh, up your meetup I, group. I was quite uh, pleased. Did you? I, I, I therefore couldn't go around any of the other groups. I don't know what other people were doing, uh, but at least from my point of view, that was that was quite successful. Uh, content of the call. I don't think it's worth going through line by line because in a few days' time, they're going to post it on the eBay for Business YouTube channel, and you can see it for yourself if you weren't able to take part. They did. Uh, do a quick hi to a chap called Mark Weinberg, who looks like he's uh, a senior guy in the product development area. And for those folks who've been on these in the past, he's the new Harry Temkin. I think that's the best way of explaining oh. it. His title is uh, be VP nice to him. Seller Experience. So, yes, uh, I'm sure he'll be keen to come on and be a guest. Uh, we will throw the invitation <laughs> out on your behalf. <laughs> um 
And uh, so that's that's his gig. Uh, I don't. F- they usually have someone else on these things who's kind of the go-to host of these things. And it was Bob Cupcake, and then it was Marnie, and that, I don't think they've really filled that role. Uh, my guess is that not many candidates want to volunteer because that's the job that if a platform falls over, they're the person that gets fired. They have absolutely no control over the platform, but they are the sacrificial executive when something goes wrong. And you know yeah. it's the person concerned because they get given an email address like bob at ebay.com uh, just to make sure they know where the hate mail should be sent. Just don't uh-huh. send it to any of the executives, send it to Bob. His job to deal with that. So I don't think we have one of those at the moment. And uh, a good turnout. There was, I think, 1,100 sellers uh, at the peak, uh, which I think from their point of view is wow. is, is a good turnout. That, that's that's yeah. up there with the, the previous highs. And the thing I did notice was that they had the chat going on, and it wasn't unpleasant. It was, they were, people had some views, but that's fine. Uh-huh. But the question and answer thing, they've now segmented that and so you only see your own question and you get a personalized answer back that no one else sees. Really? That's a big change. And I, I therefore have no idea whether people were filing questions constantly and I just didn't see them or whether people like me goes, well, that's no fun. Because <laughs> I think that as sellers, you know, we live in our own little worlds. You know, it's a very lonely business working on eBay full time. Um you know, and we like the, the sense of community and sharing ideas and seeing what other people are doing and what they like or they don't like. Um, and, and people asking questions, you go, oh, that's a good question, or yes, that's a good point, or no, that doesn't happen for me. And, you know, we like the interaction. Killing it yeah. off, you know, because I don't know whether they think that's somehow going to damage their brand, having people ask difficult questions. And I've asked a few difficult ones there. Um I don't know. I, I think it might be an own goal, but uh, I have no way of knowing because I don't don't know how many they received. So that was interesting. Mm. Uh, but yeah, the chat was good. Uh, people start off starting saying hi, and then they sometimes, if they think the presentation's not quite going in the direction they like, they will chime in with a view or two, which is, uh, I think, part of the process. Uh-huh. Uh, so there we go. So I know you weren't there, Sherry. You were far busy, far too busy getting ready for your uh, vacations and sorting out customer I- issues. I was taking, yes, getting ready for the vacation, plus I had my four-year-old nephew. So I have two Mm -hmm. valid excuses. And his attention spans less than two hours, I assume. (laughs) Yes, and I had him for three hours. So actually, he's uh, getting into playing phase 10, and uh, that's a lot of fun. Anyway, on a side note, it's a card game. Oh, is it? Okay, very good. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what you think. Hit or miss? Good idea? Bad idea? Oh, me? If you like. I know you weren't there, but you could, uh, no, you could proffer an I opinion. wasn't there. Um, you, you, you passing? No comment? Well, I wasn't there, but we'd like to know what you think, because you if you were there, we want to know Well, it signed up people for the thought. meetup group, so that was, a, that was a success. That was an unexpected plus. Um... It's nice they filled the Harry Temkin vacancy. That's good. Didn't like the partitioned Q&A. I mean, I'm kind of interested to see how the topic-based one goes next time. But I, the, the, the two hours is nice because I think the one hour was kind of rushed and they were always sort of running out of time towards the end and they'd put the most important stuff at the last session and that kind of got clipped sometimes. So uh, I think it's good. I mean, they this is obviously in the absence of a live eBay open, um, pretty much their main seller channel these days to tell us what's going on. So uh, it's important to them and I think they put effort into it. So I think if you're uh, a serious seller on eBay, then I would definitely think it's worth, uh, if you can, um, joining the meeting because you get the chat then, which is kind of the fun bit, or at least reviewing the, the video afterwards just to see what they've been talking about. So we'll put that down as I think a pretty reasonable success. And that's what we do on the show. We uh, tell you what's going on in the world of eBay, uh, give you our opinions, not that they count for very much, and also ask for um, for your ideas. We do it in the form of a, of a radio show um, rather than a podcast. Um, so the view is that we just do this as a live show, as it would be if it was on the radio. We don't edit things out. We don't put things in. We don't change the order. Whatever we hear, you hear. We want <laughs> you to get all my blunders. Wreck. 
then that's what you get to hear. That's part of the fun of, of, of radio, in my view. Uh, we'd love to have you take part. Uh, you can email us, you can call us, you can text us. Uh, all those details at uh, sell, sell, sell dot online. So the uh, the other things that they were talking about on this uh, the call were some uh, product announcements. Let's just go through those very quickly. Um, some changes to the the stores on uh, eBay. I mean, fairly small changes. It sounds like they are doing something that will show the eBay categories that have done well for you or that you're most active in to try and give, I think, browsers some idea of, of what it is that you do. Um, there's talk about like a new way of finding stores, but I do think it's the same as the old system insofar as you have to know the store name in order for it to come up. The old way of doing this going back a year or two was you could put a rough word in there, like Sherry or something, and it would probably find stores that broadly match Sherry. Now you have to know the store name to type it in, which... I don't know, kind of defeats the point mm. of the search. Because I was looking after, for last week, we talked about how many stores were called junk something or other. Uh-huh. And I can't type in junk and see how oh. many stores have junk in the title. It won't tell you anymore, which is uh, spoiling my oh, fun no shoot. end. So that's that's the chain. No, it's a different way of doing what they did before, I think. Uh, I do think there's interesting news about maybe beefing up the way that we can send newsletters out to people that have subscribed or followed your store. And I have several hundred people. I have no idea who they are. I don't think I've sent anything out in years. Uh, but they've expressed some interest in hearing from me, which is nice. Oh, um, wow. Now, what I would like eBay to do is to help me automatically compile an, uh, an email that says, hey, you know, thank you for uh, you know taking an interest in my store. Uh, it's been a busy old month. Uh, a lot of stuff been selling in this category. I've listed that item, and this particular thing is selling well. And by the way, this promotion's going well. And it just automatically populates all that stuff based upon things they know about me. And I can just set it to go out, you know, on the third of the month or whatever. And eBay would just manage that. But I don't think that's what they're going to do. They're just going to help me target um, uh, buyers a little bit. I haven't seen the functionality, but. If you're into stores and having people follow you, that could save you a lot of time. That's exciting. I have somehow I have a thousand followers. Yeah. Who knows? That's what happens when you just you, keep selling for the them? same people. Do you send out? I do, but I, I don't. But I have it set up automatically. So I think every couple of weeks they get a newsletter just saying, hey, look at my okay. newly listed items. But uh-huh. I'll have to, you know, go in there and make it more. A little I'm more notoriously personal, lazy at marketing. I just stick it up there and wait for it to sell. Yeah. I don't do well, social media, you... don't do promotions, don't do discounts, don't do newsletters. I just list. Might must be nice to be you. List and But, wait. you know, that's what happens when you have expertise like you do. And then, you know, multiple accounts. And so that well, I don't can... have... Any third-party buyers. I don't have a consignment buyers who are anxious for their Wonga. Um, you know, I'm not in a hurry. Um, yeah. I can That's fund another stuff. plus. So I just wait. I mean, I'm lazy. Yeah. Anyway. Good for you. Um, they also, Sherry, and you, I think you are familiar with the other things they're doing, other changes that were announced, some stuff turning up for free, I think, for us, most of us. Yeah, the things that you used to have to have selling manager pro for which Mm -hmm. is selling manager pro is free for a premium store or higher um but otherwise it was 15 dollars a month something like that or maybe 15.99 well now the functionality in selling selling manager pro has been ended and the functionality is free which actually is i was so excited when i Mm -hmm. learned about that because for one thing, the nonprofit store that I'm managing is not a premium store, and I couldn't even bear the thought of having to leave feedback manually. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So one of those features now, I immediately when I heard that, I went on there and set it up to leave automatic feedback. Now there's two choices buyers. I think: is you can leave feedback as soon as they place the order. Or you can have it automatically reciprocate feedback that you receive. Which one do you recommend? I used to be on the stingy side of doing it when they left feedback, you know, thinking it would help 
inspire them or get them to leave me feedback. But over the years, I switched. So I recommend doing it when they buy it because you can't leave them negative feedback anyway. It's, yeah. So you might as well just be generous, make them feel good, do it right after they pay. Yeah. I've found that's a better way to go. Absolutely. I would agree with that recommendation. Uh, it's just holding them hostage in the hope that somehow that improves your position strikes me as a very poor strategy. It's just, yeah. you can't, as you say, your only option is to leave positive feedback anyway. So why not just put that up front? And there's far right. more chance they're going to reciprocate if you go first. And it's going to be harder for them, I think, to be negative towards you if you've preempted them with a positive, even if something then goes wrong. So I can see yeah. no logical reason why you'd want to somehow trade feedback as a seller. It doesn't It doesn't make sense to me. And by the yeah. way, the buyer doesn't know, doesn't know that's the way you have it configured. No, they don't. They, they used to, a long time ago, when I first started and I was doing that, um, they would periodically ask me, oh, can you leave me feedback? And I'd say, mm-hmm. oh, sure, let me do that right now. Um, so anyway, I finally switched over. And also on to the next one, there's mm-hmm. um, the new messaging system on mobile is going to have your profile picture in the messaging. Um, I don't think they've done it yet. I think but, it's still in development, but that was the they showed some samples. You can see samples on the uh, well, they will be able to see samples when they put the video up. Um, looks kind of uh, more like um, a, a, like a cell phone type messaging thing where you get one side in one color, the other side in the other color, and you can see a little profile picture of the person. So, and there'll be a little mm-hmm. bit more, I think, information about whether they're a repeat buyer. Um, be nice if they oh, told you which nice. item they were asking about. I guess that'll be in there as well. <laughs> yeah, and know. I and I think that right. We were talking about that earlier. That that's mm-hmm. maybe a bug. That this week when I get a message, there's no link to the item unless I click reply. By the way, if if anyone is experiencing oh, okay. this bug, mm-hmm. click reply, and then there's the link to the item that they're asking about. Um, but I think that having your profile picture and messaging is only a good thing because it just humanizes you mm-hmm. more. And if I could put someone they're else's gonna, picture, I suppose, if I wanted to. Well, <laughs> I have my dogs. Oh, that's right. My dog that's, Tinkerbell, who's infinitely more adorable and has no wrinkles. And um, I have hers on my profile picture for my seller ID. So. Mm-hmm. I hope that they would just automatically use that one, but I don't know. Otherwise, I'll just have to upload another one of her. They also, I were talking about uh, this project they have to put video in the listings, and it looks like the new workflow. uh, The internal name I think they used was Helix, just in case you hear that coming up uh, in the eBay world. That's what they uh, refer to as the unified listing flow. And there was a lot of comments from people saying, yeah, it's not bad, but we don't understand why eBay has this need to manually review all videos before they hit the site. I mean, you trust us to do the right thing with a JPEG, uh, a still image. That's okay. We can put that up. And obviously, we're not going to do stupid things because you're going to shut our account down and we're not going to make any money. So why somehow that same person would somehow post a video that would compromise eBay's brand. I don't know how that logical thought process um, uh, took place. Maybe they just feel they're feeling their way through a little bit and they want to just keep an eye on things. But, you know, there was a lot of comment from sellers as we don't understand why this is taking so long and why you have to do it in the first place. You know, they started this years ago. Mm -hmm. I remember not at the last eBay open, but one before that. So I don't know if that was 2018. Um, There were people from, and here's another thing is I can't remember where they were from. I don't know if it was Australia or Sweden, Mm -hmm. Um, but they already had the video feature in their listings. So it's not like eBay's never done this before. And, you could probably still embed a YouTube video if you want to go through that process. Yeah, and you they can. can't block that. So I don't know. It's one of those sort of 
slightly paranoid things that they they get into. It's like like the terms and conditions of joining these uh, seller calls. There's the acceptable behaviour thing you have to sign off on. Sort of. Well, that's for naughty people know. who get grumpy in the chat, maybe. Yeah. Well, who knows? <laughs> anyway, so it was uh, a worthwhile call, and uh, we also got some stuff about the uh, uh, the current eBay strategy, and we'll talk about that in just a minute after this. Okay, so Philip and Sherry clearly aren't experts. We need your help. Will you be a guest on the show? Is there something about selling on eBay that you can share? We'd like to have you join us. Contact us. www.sellsellsell.online That's www.sellsellsell.online Thank you for being part of the show. And you can use that for uh, contacting us about anything else as well, if you like. Now, the other thing they talked about uh, on this particular seller call, and I guess they timed it to be on the same day as eBay's Investor Day, which is the first one this management team has held. So it's their chance to go public, if you like, with actually what their strategy and their thinking is. So it's um, a fairly big, fairly big event for them. And I think this is the first time where we really get to see the way they're thinking, their data, and where the company is going. Um, and in, in that respect, I was actually quite impressed with it. And I was thinking, well, wow, this is a big reveal as far as they're concerned. I think there's far more data um, about the way they've analyzed things and what they're thinking. And I was just thinking to myself, they must be paranoid about these court cases that are kind of rumbling away in the background, how they don't want those cases to suddenly be in the media at the same time as they're trying to get people to understand what their real strategy is. So I suspect that whatever settlement pot is quietly in the corner waiting to um, to make things go away, uh, a few more shekels got thrown into that bucket uh, as a result of this thing. But we won't get distracted about that. We could spend the entire program just getting into that. But uh, so... Yeah. The the basic idea, as they explained it, and I've been I, I was looking at the slides that are posted on the Investor Day page, and guess who I saw on a on a, on a slide? Who I'm serious? Who was it? <laughs> well, was someone on this call? <laughs> was it you? <laughs> no, it was you. <laughs> you, it really was me. There was a picture of you, whimsically looking at a laptop screen, in soft focus. And I thought, I wonder if she's trying to figure out how to make how what her profitability is because that's so hard to work out on the platform. They didn't. That wasn't oh the caption my. they they did. So you're in the uh, the manage the manage payments section of the investor briefing. A picture okay. of you. Okay. Oh my the, gosh! The I should have gone. Liz O'Kane, also from Florida, uh, from Colorado, who yeah. appears multiple times. Okay. Uh, well, that's and, okay. And she, and she gets a name check even in the CEO's opening remarks. Wow. I haven't waded my way through most of this yet. I got about a third of the way through this morning. Uh, so anyway, I thought you'd enjoy that. I do and enjoy that. I definitely should have attended. So I'll try and give you my take on on what, what's going on with all this. Um, and it's very well set out. I mean, first of all, I, I would look at it from the point of view, of if I was an investor or a financial analyst, what would I think of that? And then put my seller hat on and go, okay, well, what do I really think about this? But I think as someone who, let's say I was investing in the company, I was really impressed. This is the best, most thought out, most intelligently communicated approach that eBay's come up with probably in 15, if not 20 years. You know, the world has changed. There's, there's plenty of other people out there doing things in specific categories. And eBay's kind of trundled along. The Wenig was kind of an extension of the Donahoe years where they were kind of just chasing the sales numbers, trying to be everything, anything to everybody and struggling to, to grow the thing, um, just just chasing that, high, that overall revenue number. And they were having to do lots of eBay bucks promotions and things to try and get people on the site. And then people would come in, they'd be one deal and then they'd be done. And it wasn't working out. And really what I think Devin could, should have done at the beginning is say, you know what? We are not going to be chasing a headline revenue number. Stop comparing us with Amazon sales. It's an apples to oranges comparison. Here's what we can do. This is how we're going to earn money. And it isn't about 
a headline sales number. And I think Jamie, in fairness, has, has tackled that. Um, and that was what needed to happen. So, yeah, you'll see people saying, well, the sales are down. Yeah, that, that's right, because the chasing the last few percent is not going to make them any money. The number of buyers is down. I think Devin would came on stage at eBay Open. He said, we're going to shoot for 175 million buyers. I remember that was a big number, and everyone cheered, and said, that's fantastic, good, good, good. Yeah. Now they're down below 150. And I don't think they really bothered about that. Is profitability up? Yeah. Even though well, yes, overall sales are down? It's, it's, what they'll say is that the profitability in the areas where they've, they've affected changes is up a lot. So Great. I think we've realized that obviously they're dealing with categories that, that have big turnovers, so handbags and the trading cards, the sneakers, I don't know, those, uh -huh. those things. But it's interesting that they actually share data on, on the buyers, which they haven't in the past, that maybe 15% of buyers generate 71% of their revenue. Wow. And these are people that spend over $800 in a year on more than six different occasions. That's the definition of, of a sort of high-volume buyer, which is not actually that much, really. But yeah. those guys, they spend a lot. They, they maybe start selling. They do other things in other categories once they've bought something. So eBay says, why don't we focus on going after those guys? Much as you and I discussed a couple of episodes back when we were talking about our plans for, for this year, let's just try and focus on the stuff that, as sellers, moves the needle and not get distracted by the small stuff that doesn't really help us at all. So really, yeah, they're just not doing, doing anything that you thing. or I wouldn't do. Um, and so it's really, as far as they're concerned, a focus on categories. And yeah, they're the categories where the competition's eating their lunch, that's for sure. Um, but it's also about trying to say, why don't we grow this set of buyers that are really profitable and and not worry so much about people doing 99 cent buying 99 cent usb cables or whatever now right. some people have taken offense at that and said well that's not really fair it's not a level playing field it's not equitable i don't know i mean that's what i would do if i were running the company yeah um so they say that yeah, they've done a few categories now, and there'll be 50% of the platform will be refreshed without getting into specifics by the end of 2024. So that's less than three years away. And I think the parts and accessories that that's within eBay Motors is probably the next thing for a, that's due for a big push. Um, but they're basically saying, look, we don't really care so much about the number of buyers, the number of sellers, or the revenues. It's all about uh, being more profitable. And yeah, to me, that's, that's music to my ears because they've not ever really focused on that before. They've been so beaten up by the press saying, oh, why aren't they matching Amazon's revenue growth rate that they never really had the courage of their convictions to say that's not really what we should be focusing on. Yeah. So I thought from an analyst point of view, um, it was very, very good. This is the most data we've ever got from eBay on what their thinking is, the way that they segment the market, what people are actually spending. And when you see that, what they're doing makes perfect sense. Now, you have to take their, their data at face value. But right now, they're making an operating margin of about 30%. Now, most dot coms are making that kind of money. Uh, so that, to my mind, begins to explain or at least justify why there's this big hiring boom, why they're trying to get skilled people on board. They can afford it. They've got themselves a goose that's chucking out golden eggs left, right, and center. So they are going to try and, and, and crank the handle faster and in more areas to, to, to push out more golden eggs, and I can understand that. I think the question is, though, there is competition. There are, there's a lot of push to go for sellers to go multi-platform. And let's say you've got a big, decent-sized eBay operation, and eBay is, what, some categories, 13%, and it, I think in a couple of months it goes up to 13.3 headline commission rate. You can go open up a Shopify store, which is a bit different, but, but still, and Shopify's commission, worst case, 2.9%, less if you pay a bit more per month. So that's a quite a big differential and i don't yeah. know they've really justified or they're, they're not going to run into problems with people multi-channel 
selling, and eBay is going to look pretty expensive. Yeah. We'll do see. you find that your sales from sh your Shopify store are infringing on your eBay sales? Um, I mean, on eBay's. In theory, there's no logical reason why a buyer wouldn't, if they knew about it, go via the Shopify route because it's cheaper. Most of the time, I'm not charging sales tax because I'm only required to collect sales tax for my home state of Florida. Oh, I see. And as far as I'm concerned, uh, when they when they hit the buy button, it drops into the same fulfillment system as, as the eBay stuff. Uh, now, I don't offer um, free shipping, but the pricing is adjusted accordingly, and I don't offer free returns, although if there's a problem, I would, case by case. Mm -hmm. So... But there are people that, are, that do trust eBay, that eBay has built a lot of trust. And, you know, my buyers often are buying for their business. Not being embarrassed in front of their boss is a very, very key concern. And maybe they feel eBay is, is the way they get that. Yeah. So um, it's, it's grown. And obviously I try and convert people that have a good eBay experience to then come back and come via the, the, the Shopify store. Um, some do, some don't. I don't mind. I set the pricing such that I don't really care either way. If they don't want the discount, that's fine. Their choice. Um, but it's it's certainly become easier, and I think that it's not clear to me whether eBay will ultimately be able to maintain those numbers when they when they when they hit these new categories and they try and stop the competition taking away their business. They they gut the price. They they drop their commission rates, and then they try and put them back up again. So it's not. It's not totally clear how how successful this can be, but uh, it's a it's a very well put together case, I think. Mm -hmm. So anyway, uh, parts and uh, accessories uh, is a big push. They also announced something which is a little unusual, and this is the uh, the eBay Vault. Have you heard of this? I haven't. I think it was an idea that was lurking around the time they were collaborating with. PWCC on uh, trading cards. And I don't know whether that's an idea they, should we say, borrowed from them before they parted ways or whether um, this was eBay's idea in the first place. But a lot of these guys that are in this top category of buyer will quite often flip stuff. They're not maybe professional sellers, but they, you know, they just want to trade stuff, I guess, just for their own amusement. So why bother if it's expensive and it's lightweight and compact why bother sending it to the person have it sit on their shelf for a bit and then they'll sell it and they have to re-photograph it and re-authenticate it and send it out again just keep it within the ebay firmament we'll stick it on the shelf in ebay's office and uh that is the ebay vault and by the miracle of technology i believe we can actually broadcast the show from the ebay vault Mm -hmm. uh, it's uh, 31,000 square feet. I'm sure some bright spark will tell us how many football fields that is. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's big. It's got a whole $3 billion worth of stuff, which makes my death piles look pretty small in comparison. Wow. Okay, I'll turn the vault thing off. That's annoying. Um, <laughs> the, the other thing is that... So they're, they're trying to, I think, appeal to people that... I, I don't see the point in spending hundreds of dollars on something and not having it. But the, I guess if you just want to have the fun of, of uh, trading these things, that's okay with you. Um, so they'll keep it on their shelves if you want. Does, they haven't said whether there's a storage fee. I'm sure there'll be some kind of financial reward for eBay in this big warehouse. Although I suspect there might be more than one because when they were advertising, and we talked about this, they were advertising for these guys that know how to design um, super large scale automated warehousing systems. Um, and there's more than one location where you could work. So I, I, I'm guessing there's more than one facility. eBay maybe, this is just my speculation, uh, pouring concrete in more than one place. So it might not be just one place. And can you imagine what the insurance bill is going to be on that? No. When you sign a coverage for $3 billion worth of stuff in a, in a warehouse, what my the fire gosh. and flood insurance would cost you. And these are collectibles. Yeah. And it just let's just imagine, you know, they have that problem when they erase 10% of um, people's photos on the platform. Oops. Can you imagine what would happen if they lost the database that said all this stuff was and who it belonged oh. to and what it was worth? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I just that's think that's terrifying. a huge corporate risk, but uh, that's just me yeah. looking at it in my sort of product mindset. 
Um, but anyway, they seem committed to this thing. And the other thing, there's a couple other things they were sort of teasing on the back end of this. And this this is for, I think, some of these collectible stroke uh, trading card type situations. So it's not for like, washing machines and things. Um, they talk about fractionalization, which I think means if you have a super expensive card, you could you could part it out and sell a 10% share to somebody. Oh, my gosh. But I think that then it has to stay crazy. in the vault until someone buys 100%. So I guess it's stuck on eBay's shelves forever at that point. Um, again, it's for people who, I, I don't know, it's kind of, uh, it, it, I guess it, it's kind of flipping without having to do any work. Uh, I don't know. So how we'll do you see need how that much space out. for trading cards? That's how many they're going to I, three, I guess three billion trading cards is a lot of space. Oh my Maybe gosh. handbags, but then I, I, I don't know. It, it, I can't really figure it out. And then it also seems like if they if they're going to put collectibles in there, then it's another case of eBay kind of, I guess, acting as the image thief again because what pictures they're going to use when they resell it. The, the buyer's never seen the item. So they're going to either have eBay take pictures or my guess is eBay's going to go, well, well, we'll use the previous guy's photos. He's done all the legwork on it. Uh, which I find well, one of eBay's more annoying characteristics is that they don't care about image theft, but that's just my, my pet beef. So this is a semi-fulfillment? It's story. I, I guess it? it'll be fulfillment, yeah, yeah. Because they ship it from there? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you buy a What's It card and you say, well, I don't really need to hang on to this. I just feel good about the fact I've bought it. I'm going to sell it when this subject of the card goes up in currency. Um, keep it on the shelf, eBay, and I'll just tell you when to sell it and what price I want. And uh, you can send it straight out again. You don't have to reauthenticate wow. it. Um, anyway, they seem very pleased with this idea. Mm -hmm. They're also talking about uh, a live interaction between buyer and seller. And I, I think this was under the section of the vault where you can have some kind of video chat maybe with someone that's interested in, in your item. And if they the chat goes well and they say, yeah, I want to buy it, you can hit a button on your phone or your tablet and they get an invitation to buy it. And if they say accept and they type in their password, boom, you just sold it to them. And eBay sends it out from, from the vault and off wow. it goes. That's and fascinating. You know, you, normally eBay is not keen on people having direct communications because the first thing they do is figure out that it's cheaper if you don't pay eBay slice of the action. But it's in the vault, so what can you do? That's the right. only you're, you're captive. So eBay can now have a direct buyer and seller chat and not worry about the fact that they might get cut out of the transaction because they're going to get the money anyway because otherwise it ain't getting out of the vault. Right. So, you know, that's wow. interesting. So it's, it's an interesting idea. Um, I don't. It's not a, not a category or something I'm ever going to work in. So I don't know how exciting that is. But if I was a small time flipper of of these cards, I could, and I really knew the market well enough to spot something that I knew was a low price and would go up in value, and I could get that calculation right more often than not. Yeah, it would be great. Wow, that's fascinating. So uh, that was part of the investor day strategy. Um, they also uh, talked about the eBay digital wallet, I think they called it. And you and I have discussed this many times because this has been so obvious out there as the next phase of the game in terms of managed payments, where mm -hmm. your eBay income from your sales is used to pay your eBay purchases. Um, people like the idea somehow of not having to handle money twice, of course, from eBay's point of view, you're now buying stuff without Visa and MasterCard and American Express being involved. So that's two point something percent straight to the bottom line uh, for doing that. So yeah, I'm amazed they haven't pushed that as a higher priority, to be honest. But I suspect there's regulatory reasons why it's difficult for them to do that, because back in the 80s, there was banking scandals and stuff, and they made it very hard for you to become a bank, which is effectively what eBay is doing. Mm -hmm. um, and but they're going to start holding doing this money now? on deposit is something that's quite highly regulated. But I, obviously, they think they've they've cleared this. Whether Adyen is somehow their broker wow. for this, or they've got uh, uh, whatever it is, the, uh, the the banking people, the authorities, the regulators uh, on the hook to uh, sign off on this. I, I don't know the detail of it. 
but it's an interesting interesting way forward um so we'll see yeah and then um lastly in this particular segment before we talk about are we offended by all this approach um they have teased the fact that uh, there's some new advertising format um uh, coming to do with eBay stores which was news to me cuz we've seen them in the last few months put a small team in charge of trying to renovate the the eBay stores as we were talking about earlier because they've done nothing on stores since hmm, was it 2018 2019 i think the the new yeah air quotes eBay stores came out which was i think the same as the previous stores but with a square graphic rather than the rectangle um <laughs> And so, yes, I thought, well, okay, and we talked about it, and I thought, this is good because actually eBay is now trying to encourage sellers to have a bit more of their own own identity. And that's been the opposite direction from travel previously because previously they said, well, we don't really want you to cross-promote stores. We're going to make that quite difficult. We'd rather, if someone wants to buy something else, we want to route them back through Cassini, the, 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 the system that basically says, well, is most profitable to eBay as your next purchase, rather than oh. have you cross-sell stuff one, in your own eight, store. Three, three, eBay, seven twenty-three. <laughs> I didn't do that. One, no, you, eight, that was three, It was sitting on the number, but there we are. Sorry about that. Uh, anyway, back to the topic. Uh, anyway, so stores and um, yes, uh, don't know the details yet, but they have teased the fact that there'll be a new ad type. Uh, which means you pay for people to do something on or visit your eBay store. Don't know much about that, uh, but uh, yes. And also that was a, a key part of the investor thing is how much money they're making from all these different advertising types. So anyway, uh, hopefully that was uh, that was uh, useful. I, I, there's um, If you Google search eBay Investor Day, the slides and the presentations are available on their corporate site. I read the slides seen Sherry's photo, and I'm halfway or a third the way through the presentations, which I'm finding very interesting. So uh, it's a bit of a long uh, session. It took them a whole day to go through it, uh, but actually it's quite interesting. So that's the sort of thing that you you find intriguing, then uh, do check that out. Okay, in just a minute, uh, the Selling on eBay radio show asks Jamie's new strategy. Are you offended? We'll find out next. Do you have an eBay listing that isn't selling? Philip and Sherry want to help. They'll each make a couple of suggestions for things to change or try to get your sales moving. Just send us your item number and we'll get to work. www.sellsellsell.online. What do you have to lose? Experts are standing by. That's www.sellsellsell.online. So we're asking... That was the the summary of the eBay new strategy. I think it's pretty clear what they're trying to do and where they're going. And some people, you know, have taken offense, Sherry. I don't know how you feel about it. That yeah, there's there's a decision here. They decided that we we are going to focus on certain things, certain types of buyer, and I think by implication, certain types of seller. And the rest, I don't think they're going to say they're not going to deal with. But there's clearly going to be allocation of resources and marketing spend in line with what makes them the most money. Does that cause offense to you or not? I'm not offended because I'm doing the same thing. And since I've started selling on Mm -hmm. eBay, I've always been improvising and adapting. And so has eBay. It gives me more faith in them that they're going to remain strong and become even stronger because they're doing things smart. I mean, we've had eBay strategies come and go in the past, and at least now they're upfront about it. We know where they're going, and it's not going to change overnight. It's only going to be up 50% complete uh, best part of three years from now. So if you figure that you're in a category that isn't making eBay any money, then it's unlikely to be very fruitful as, as something to continue with, and maybe it's time to look at other options. Um, so I think it's helpful to know where they're going and what their numbers are and the fact they're committed to it, and it makes sense for them. I saw on the uh, the e-commerce bites they asked that question, and I think they had 
last time I checked, four pages of people tearing into it, saying this is terrible. Yeah. This is oh, they're ignoring the sellers. The small sellers are not being looked after. It's biased. It's not a level playing field. I don't know. It never was. I think. Um, I, I I prefer to have a strategy that I understand what it is, and I'm not in the target the target area. I may be, I think, doing more professional electronics and refurbishing things. I hope that I might be in a category they want to invest in. There's lots of things I think they could do better as far as I'm concerned. But at least I know where I stand. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's, that's the most I can ask. So I understand it. I think it's the right thing. I would do that if I was them. It's not great for me personally. But, hey, that's the way it goes. And... You know, I think in business, oftentimes that happens. You have to have conversations with your customer and said, you know what? We've hired a new CEO. We're going after this, this, and this. And we're not renewing you at the end of the year because we don't think we can do a good job of making you happy. Yeah. And, you know, and we'll, we'll I share have data had with that you conversation mm-hmm. with people myself. Yeah. For my own business. Because it turns out they're not going to end up being happy in the end mm-hmm. if it's something that doesn't sell well or doesn't yeah. sell for much. Yeah. So I'm not offended. Um, I, I, I think it's just business. Uh, and yeah. I think that eBay is, has been becoming a much more professional environment over recent years. Um, and this is part of that trend. So I don't know whether it's going to le- force me off or reduce the amount of business I do, but hey, at least I can plan around that. Right. Anyway, well, on that high note, pep talk over. <laughs> That's just okay. Uh, oh, anyway, and uh, wow. as they say on the eBay Radio Show, there's our music, which means that we've got a limited opportunity to tell you uh, what's coming up in the uh, next edition of the program, Sherry. Uh, spend f- your free supplies coupon. Yes, very good. Get that spent. Uh, we'll also look at uh, whether we should go on strike. Is this uh, whole strategy thing just too much? And we'll talk about repricing for shipping surcharges. Yes, there's that... the new label pricing coming through. Yeah. That's all coming up on next week's edition of the Sell uh, the Selling on eBay radio show. So this is Philip saying thank you very much indeed for joining us today. And Sherry saying goodbye off to Mexico. I'll uh, miss nice you. Nice vacation coming up. Uh, So in the meantime, please do stay in touch. We'd love to have your ideas and comments. Uh, You can do that through our website. That's sellsellsell.online. Again, sellsellsell.online. We'll see you next week.